0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Relationship Zone, the podcast with your girl Queenie. Tonight, I decided that I wanted to discuss being an empath and maybe even an intuitive empath or some people call sensitive empath, but definitely just talk about being an empath. Uh, I will tell you that I am an empath, I am a an intuitive empath, and all of my life growing up, <laughs> I was always challenged with being told that I think I know everything or saying, you know, someone would say, you think you know everything, you know, that really was not the case. I just had this ability to see things from all these different perspectives. And I would be the first to tell you that I was not always right. However, I was right often. And sometimes I was right to a point where it made others uncomfortable. And I did not understand that. I could not seem to get why when I opened my mouth, it would offend people or trigger people to respond differently, oftentimes negatively. And as an adult, I began to understand about uh, being an empath, and I'm not talking about—I'm not talking about normal empathy. There's a difference. Um, you can look that up. So I'm not here to to try to have a class on the difference, but just know that there is a difference. And um, but as I s- stated, as an adult, I began to understand that being an empath was a bit different than just uh, assuming <laughs> that you know everything, right? Or, or yeah, I didn't think I had any magical powers. Um, I just saw things differently. But going into my adulthood, I further understand it. And uh, just to share some of my thoughts tonight, um, I'll go through a few things that kind of come to mind. And uh, I don't know who this is for, but I know for me, I feel like it's to better understand and explain what it's like to be an intuitive empath, dating, an intuitive empath as a mom, an intuitive empath, just as just a person moving through this crazy unmanaged world. So most most of us know what it's like to be sensitive to the emotion, you know, that's around us. You know, we see someone being happy or sad. And we know what those emotions, you know, feel like and, and this might evoke, you know, maybe similar feelings within us. This is empathy and often it can drive us to reach, you know, out to a person and interact with them whether to share in their happiness or to comfort them, you know, when they're sorrowful. But some persons, however, display a much higher than normal sensitivity to the emotions of others, which is where I tend to fall, and I have a wonderful group of others that fall on the same scale. So before you can fully, you know, befriend and manage your intuitive abilities like like what I have and some of you that may listen to this or some of you that may have a person like this in your life and you're not sure why it seems like they always know what's going on with you or they dig in for something or you you know they they're I don't know they're a little lofty um in their thoughts you know you're like what is the hell with that person you know so you know before we can really manage our intuitive abilities as an empath um you know, we, we oftentimes get caught in webs of conflict, you know, amongst different parts of ourselves. And seemingly, um, you know, there are contradictory motivations as well. So it may feel, you know, difficult to differentiate between our truest heart's desires and our head voice. Oh, the head voice sometimes gets becomes so loud between our own feelings and other people's energy, sometimes it's very difficult to separate. So if you're dating an empath, or if you are married to an empath, or if you have children that seem to show these traits, or parents, um, understand if you're having trouble with them, believe me, (laughs) the empath is oftentimes in true turmoil. Even in the most pleasant of times, we still feel other things I'm not talking about only sadness I'm just talking about energies that conflict right so if you've not identified um or you know to the empath I'm speaking to you so if you haven't identified your own desires intentions or motivations you know you may slip into false identifying with other people's agenda I am so guilty of that as well I used to be the yes girl right because I would understand why someone really needed to hear a yes from me and so I would say yes when I didn't want to. And if you've been following me or listening to my podcast, you heard me probably leave a little short 10-minute clip that, that mentioned that. Like, stop saying yes to shit that you know you don't want to commit to. Sometimes we feel trapped, you know, in a constant state of emptiness and confusion because we're steady saying yes to things that really conflict with us, right? And in a conflict... You know, particularly confusing when it comes to interpersonal, romantic relationships. Naturally, intuitive people—you know—we have a strong sense of knowing that there's m- more to another person's story, or even sometimes more to what is going on with them than what they're saying, right? Um, and that can be a conflict. Um, however, you know, if you if you don't recognize or trust your intuition. You know it can feel like an alien intrusive voice and it contradicts your rational mind's agenda so as an empath an intuitive empath or a sensitive empath you really have to get uh, to a place where you're safe emotionally and um, where you have coping skills to manage all the things that may overwhelm you because For the person that's not an empath, you may not, if you listen to this, you may not understand it. But I promise you, if you're an empath and you're hearing this, you can likely relate. I don't think I'm by myself in this at all. Um, So getting back to those inner conflicts that I was speaking about, they're particularly confusing. You know, like I said, in romantic relationships, and if you're sensitive, oh my goodness. The sensitives are keenly aware of what the other person's feeling. And they sense it and they understand it mentally but you know they're not they don't always they don't pull or allow information into their own bodies, right? Um they're okay if they don't do that. Um sensitives tend to uh to just know what's happening with the other person, but the empath sometimes can absorb what's happening. Um and another thing i I'll, I'll I'll tell you can be Um, we, empaths, can sabotage uh, what appears to be sabotage, right? Appear to be. But in my experience, uh, to be very, very honest with you, um, anytime it seemed like I was about to sabotage a relationship because I did not have the details of why I felt a particular way, later on in life, or later on down the road, it was revealed that Abandoning that relationship was the best thing for me to do. And that's a gift and a curse for us. Um, For those of us that are um, empaths, intuitive empaths. Not the sensitives. Sensitives are, you know, you feel, you're aware of other people's feelings. But that intuitive empath can, it's like we can see the future without the details. We can just see it or we can feel it. We can, it's sometimes it's horrible. I'll be honest with you. So if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, oh, I wish I had that. Trust me. Um, honestly, I think sometimes I wish I didn't have it um, because I can see the inevitable. Even if I don't have the details, I still can see the inevitable. And sometimes I think I I bring it on myself and I think there are other, um, there are other intuitive empaths that feel the same way. I think the older we get, probably the more lonely we'll become to be quite honest with you. Unless we find that person that can just provide the environment that we need to thrive. So being intimately intimately involved um, with someone you know, as an empath can lead us to burnout. And this is probably one of biggest reasons why it's difficult for us to hold and maintain a relationship we can start relationships I mean we're talking intimate partners right because we can have a million connections outside tons and it's beautiful and it's genuine and it's authentic and it's all love but intimate relationships are more difficult holding on and the reason being is because And I'll be honest, you know, I don't really do too many podcasts without dropping one for y'all, right? But the reason is because we can see the bullshit. And sometimes the bullshit is not even meant to really be bullshit, but because we are so super um, intuitively empathetic or intuitively sensitive, um, if that is even a thing. (laughs) But because we have this high sense of intuition... We we just we just see it. We 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 understand it and that's the other ridiculous part of it, all right. <laughs> Remember the conflicts I said the inner conflicts. That's the other thing. It's like you understand, you truly know that there are two sides to every coin and you are okay with that. Like that's what it sh- there should be two sides to every coin, right? Um even if you see yourself if you see that there's only value on one side, you're still like, yeah, but it's okay that there's two, right? <laughs> um, That's the thing about us, right? We can understand, we can understand when a marriage needs to end. Even if it hurts like hell that the marriage has to end, it's like, we get to a point where we're like, yeah, but it really is the best thing. And we go on with our lives and we're happy as a lamb, like do, 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 perfect. <laughs> it's so freaking weird. But, as I was saying, you know, being intimately involved with someone as an impact, we become burnt out. As in relationships, we give far more of ourselves than we should. And if there isn't an equal energy exchange, we often become emotionally depleted. And that's a lot of pressure for anyone that's in a relationship with us to know that, that our deepest connection and our most jovial moments and our most happiest times and our most fulfilled experiences is really connected to the energy exchange. So this is why it's hard sometimes for us to date and remain in a relationship with a fake person, Right, a person that's really put on a persona, because we see the mask slip off. It, I mean, like it's just constantly. Like, we feel the energy. We see the pretending. We see we see we see the show. We see how people, how you treat someone that's far better than your than your person. Um, I pick up everything. I pick up when I, I'll be honest, and it's not just about patterns and routines, um, but I pick up when there's a new, um, like there's an additional piece to my partner's life right Um, whether it's a uh, whether it's a gambling whether they're drinking whether they're starting to go out with the boys whether there's a person that's taking up space Um, because I because I from the beginning I connect with my partner and I connect on a very deep level so when things begin to shift I notice it and I can't I honestly cannot. No matter what they tell me, I can't override the discernment. It's difficult, right? Anyway, getting back to this, and although you know, empaths try to trust their instincts, you know, like it isn't always easy. You know, if 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 they are with someone who tries to convince them, you know, their their suspicions are wrong, right? It's kind of what I'm sharing about my own personal experience, with no proof. Um, you know, an empath may try to accept that their partner is telling the truth, but the friction will constantly linger in the back of the empaths in my life. It, it is to stay there. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, when, when trust is gone, whew, the best friendship will, will fall apart with an empath. I mean, you can't prove yourself enough to be on, And it's, it's, this is the part. This is the tricky part, and I think people don't understand. But when trust diminishes, so too will the relationship. The main contributors for impasse, ending a relationship, are feelings of being unloved or broken trust. One of the things I've always said is, I can accept almost anything, but don't try to play me like I'm a fool. Like that's the part that I'll lose all respect for you. Right, and I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. That's not empaths. but I'm telling you that me being an empath, I'm highly sensitive to that. Right? It's I just don't like that. So, empaths are highly compassionate souls, anyway, and our capacity for understanding, acceptance, forgiveness, it's immense. So the only downfall to this is that it can also put us in great danger, as you know, as we give people many chances to change and evolve past those behaviors. And that has truly been one of my personal downfalls. Forgiveness, forgiveness. Forgiveness comes easy for me. I used to, anyway. Um, Now that I'm older, forgiveness still comes easy. But I'll be honest with you. I have, I set some different, a different set of boundaries as it relates to forgiveness. And I'll be even more honest. I now love with conditions, right? I may love you, right? But my commitment to you, there's a condition there now that wasn't there before. Because, you know, but as life has taught me differently, I have to move differently. You know, and you may not agree with this, but I'm just speaking from my heart. I felt compelled to talk about it because my spirit is, my spirit is, is in knots. And it's a nuts because there's some things that I've observed and I noticed and I hear my empaths crying out and I feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm in a position, I can talk about it. Um, You know, I'm not the relationship guru, but I'm definitely a strategist as it relates to relationships. So I, I can talk about this. I've been there, Right. And I understand that empaths often take full responsibility for how others behave towards them. I've done it so many times. And for anything that goes wrong in any relationship, done that too. Oh, I'm sorry, it must be my fault. I said something, I did something, oh I I I you know, I didn't do this, I didn't hey, I'm so, It's all me. Come on now. You know, we have we have a great amount of compassion and can clearly see other people's emotional baggage. So, you know, we make many excuses for people's behavior. And this is often to our own detriment, just to be honest with you. So we empaths, we are natural healers. And therefore not only do we feel a pull toward those who are emotionally wounded and struggling, but those who are desperately in need of healing of some kind, you know, I mean, we're we're drawn towards them too. It doesn't matter what it is. Broken leg, uh, uh, you know, a, a pulled tooth, <laughs> you know, um, or a broken heart, um, or bruised ego. Oftentimes, we're pulled to to speak life into the darkest places of one's life, right? So, empaths are generally vulnerable creatures um, who would, who you know, would be happy to wear our hearts on our sleeves and be open and raw and brutally honest, you know, and sharing our deepest and darkest feelings, and, and this is who we are, right? So we often create spaces for others to do the same. However, not everyone is comfortable with this level of depth, right? And not everyone knows how to communicate in this way, and so it doesn't take long for we empaths to withdraw and to keep our emotions and thoughts to ourselves, I still struggle with this because if I say something, if I do something to offend you, I'll hold my inner truth. (laughs) And, you know, if I want to say, I don't care, I uh, I tend to hold my inner truth and then I will no longer share those things. Um, And again, I'm working on this, right? So if you're listening, you're an empath and you struggle with this, know that you're not alone. Keep working on it. We will all get there. We'll figure it out together. It leads me to many. I'm sorry, this you know leads to, to many empaths becoming um disheartened when we feel like there's no safe space for us to be who we are, right? Um or disillusioned with relationships and, and many of us lose hope of ever really sharing a genuine so deep connection with someone who holds the same values and sees, senses, and feels the world in the same unique way. And the unfortunate piece to this is if we do find someone under the guise of sensitivity, under the guise of sharing the same values, under the guise of creating deep connections, under the guise of being genuine, we will fall for that person and we'll fall hard. And if that person is not truly who they presented themselves to be, we're devastated. And that's the hardest part about being an intuitive empath because we're seeking a place for emotional rest, safe place for emotional rest. In my wrap up there's so many things I could say, but I'll just, I'll share this part because I'm preaching to the choir. Self-protection is vital. Keeping our energy levels high by refusing, I know it's difficult, but by refusing to take on or absorb anything that lowers our vibration is the simplest, harmonious, and healthiest way for us to exist. Whether we're single, Or whether we're in a mutually flowing and soul-fulfilling relationship, self-protection is vital. So to the empath that is listening, you got this. We got this. I love the way you love. I do. I give the way you give. I see life the way you see life. But I also hurt the way you hurt And people think because we're so super happy and we're so giving and so connected and we're so amazing and we're healing and all these other things. They think that we don't feel and struggle as well. But we do. We do. No one's going to take care of you, empath, the way you can take care of you. So I tell you as I tell myself. Take care of yourself the way you take care of others. Protect yourself the way you protect others. I love you, empath. Thank you all for listening to the Relationships on the Podcast, where we talk about love, life, and all things relationships. This is your girl, Queenie. Have a good night.